Welcome to Eat This Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and we get together about twice a week to chew on God's Word and share that with you, hopefully in an effort to encourage and edify you where you are, in your car, on your jog, on your walk. I know some of our some of our friends go on walks. You, If you know who you are, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie, you just got back from a walk. I just got back from a walk. <laughs> We've got Jamie with us, the Director of Women's Ministry. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Chris. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. Good. You look fresh. Yeah. All that fresh air. It's good. It's good to get out and walk. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Go get, put your feet on ground and, and it's a, a kind of a chill, little rainy day. Wasn't too bad. I missed the raindrops. Did today. you? Okay. It's not always the case, but today we did. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of my weather. I like it a little on a, what's that? Ed Ground Poe on a night, stormy, dreary. What? I'm making Dark a full. Dark and stormy night. Yeah. That sounds right. Making a fool of myself here. I know of Edgar Allan Poe. Um, but you have been working through simplicity for yes. the last couple of weeks, right? Yes. So we just we spent four weeks going through simplicity together as and very practically. Well, what does it mean to live simply where we're simply focused on Jesus and mm-hmm. not all these distractions in with our time and with our resources and with our words? And so now we're trans- transitioning into studying Philippians mm-hmm. and really with kind of the same mindset of what does it mean to simply be in the Bible for ourselves? What mm-hmm. does that look like? Um, how can we practice that? And we can grow in this area. Yeah. What do you think are some of the default positions people have when they approach the Bible? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women um, feel a little bit lost mm-hmm. when they just have their Bible. It's mm-hmm. really comforting to have um, studies and guides, which are great and they do serve a purpose. But when we are left with just our Bibles, it's like, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Where do I read? Where do I start reading? What if I don't understand something? There's all different kinds of things that kind of come up um, when you feel lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want, certainly in our society, I think we want to be productive. We want to, mm-hmm. we want to grow. We want these things. And so when we feel like we can't do that, mm-hmm. there's a sense of something's wrong. I'm doing this wrong yes. or, you know, something's out of alignment. We immediately want something from it. So if we don't understand it or it doesn't fill us in the right way, we feel like we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of uh, in the beginning of Revelations, it talks about blessed are those who hear. It doesn't mm-hmm. say blessed are those who understand. Right. And so, you know, as we hear, there's that blessing. And over time, then it allows the Spirit to point to those different things within our hearts and minds, even if we read through a, a passage in a day and don't understand it and we don't know what it means. Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up because that, to me, was an immensely impactful experience when I began to understand the efficacy of God's word mm-hmm. and really understand that it is active and living. Yes. And um, that's what gives me hope when I'm talking to someone or I'm hearing a sermon or something where I know if God's word is just plainly presented, mm-hmm. I know God is at work in that. Yes. And I can count on that in some way, shape or form. Yes. Well, I love what it says um, in Isaiah uh, 55. It talks about the word of God not coming back void. It doesn't yeah. come back void and it accomplishes his purposes. So mm-hmm. That's my paraphrase because I don't have it in front of me. But th- that idea of even if we don't feel like it was immediately productive, mm-hmm. there is still this aspect of God is going to do a work with that if we are faithful to be in his word. Yeah. What do you think are, I don't want to get too controversial. Um <laughs> Well, because sometimes we we can adopt these cultures within mm-hmm. Christianity 
especially around reading God, reading God's word. Yes. We could have the, the one who is the devotional reader, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to read some one verse or find that one little nugget and kind of ruminate mm-hmm. on that. And then we've got the ones who are, who are going to study and they're going to, you know, they're going to have a piles of books on both yes. sides of them. I definitely end up more on that spectrum, mm-hmm. but do you see anything that, this simplicity speaks to for both of those individuals. Yes. So um, I like one of the, one of the things that I'm going to go through with the ladies that I'm talking through is are the different tools that we use when we're in um, engaging with God's word. And these look, look different in different seasons. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think it's easiest, easier for that person with all those books to say, well, you devotional person, you're not getting anything out of it. And that devotional person go, I can't do that. And this is, this is too above my head, and so I'm yeah. not going to try. And so instead, I think, you know, there we use different tools at different times for different things. Mm-hmm. There's ones that we use every day, and there's ones that we pull out for specific occasions. I think of, um, uh, we had moved into a house that had 2,000 square feet of bamboo in the backyard. Whoa. And, and so my usual hand trowel and gloves were not going to take care <laughs> yeah. of that bamboo no matter how hard I tried. But we brought a stump grinder in and we chopped it all down and all of that stuff worked. And then I could go back out with my trowel and my, my, my gloves and pick up all of the pieces and do whatever. And so I think there's certain things like that, even when we're reading scripture, that mm-hmm. we use every day, like our gloves. But then there's other things that we bring in that heavy, those maybe those commentaries or those books for this one case where we're working on this thing that yeah. we don't understand or we're studying. Mm-hmm. And so we, we need to know what tools we have available and we need to know then how to use them. Correctly. Mm-hmm. So we know that for both of those, God's word is at work in their hearts mm-hmm. and lives. And there are good tools for specific occasions. So one yes. need not feel ashamed if they aren't going quite as deep as this, you know, nerdy scholar who pushes up their glasses. Yes. I do wear glasses. <laughs> you um, do wear glasses. Or, you know, f- somebody to feel feel like they have any sense of certainly superiority mm-hmm. has no place in, in all those dusty books. So mm-hmm. um, what are some key points that you're looking at as you examine Philippians with women's mm-hmm. ministry? Well, when we approach a text, there's different ways that we um, want them to kind of it for one when we um for example if we were to plant seeds in a garden we are taking a risk we don't know if they're going to come up or not Mm -hmm. but if we never plant them nothing will ever grow yeah and so we want them to take that risk and say okay i'm going to plant the seeds of god's truth in my heart we'll see what god does when he grows them. and so we hope that they start there and then we will give them different tools to look at the book of philippians as we look at you know the the basic things that you'd find in it an English classroom, the five W's, who, what, where, when, why, who's the author, where is this person, who are they writing to, why are they writing this Writing this to these people. We can use some of those basic tools. We can look at context. We can figure out cross-references. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're reading, one thing that we see over and over in Philippians is this theme of rejoice. Like, well, where else do we see joy throughout scriptures? And what does that look like? Maybe that will shed a little bit more light on what we're reading in this particular book. So we're going to go through um, some of those study tools, but we're also going to go through some of those devotional type tools. For example, just writing out scripture by hand. Mm -hmm. Um, My grandma was talking to us grandkids one time and, and, and 
the, the whole story. This, this is a short version. But essentially, when she was dealing with so much in her life that she could hardly get up each morning, what she found, all she could do was copy scripture. Mm-hmm. She couldn't absorb it any other way. And God was faithful to bless her through that. And so maybe we just take a season and we write through scripture. And then we can use the other tools later on that same scripture. So we're going to touch on both the, the as you mentioned, the devotional side and the study side mm-hmm. as we learn to engage the text together. Yeah. One of the things that I get to do that's a great privilege is teach fourth and fifth graders. Mm-hmm. And it's just a joy, but it's also a challenge. You know, you have that idea of if you can't explain this to a kindergartner, then you don't have a mastery of it. <laughs> yes. And so I'm always trying to reduce down these things so that these these children can understand. But one of the things that I really belabor is trying to communicate in a variety of ways mm-hmm. that you have access to the same Bible I do. Yes. And I don't have some secret knowledge yes. that you just simply aren't uh, high enough level to <laughs> to to have to gain the insight that I have. Yeah. So it seems like that is a real maybe implicit, if not explicit, point you're trying to make. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as I said in teaching Sunday school in the past, kids have some really amazing insight mm-hmm. into things, and and so it's it's not something that you have to be a scholar in order to be a Christian. We just have to follow Jesus. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget when we approach the Bible that it's actually a book about our God. It's not just this self-help book where mm-hmm. we have to figure it out and use it correctly. But as we absorb who God is and his character, that actually is what changes our hands and our feet and our actions. Mm-hmm. And so encouraging women that, you know, God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. But with that light and darkness, we see one step in front of us. We don't see the whole picture. Yeah. And we might not. Maybe we'll put the pieces together after we have walked faithfully for X number of years. Mm-hmm. But it's that that daily taking those steps, those little steps along the way. And that's something anyone can do. Exactly. Whether you're in fourth and fifth grade mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're an adult. Yeah. I mean, bedtime with my girls can sometimes be a circus. Um, part of me thinks this is a challenge for my... <laughs> <laughs> my desire and capacity to lead well and to disciple my children. Mm-hmm. The other part of me thinks maybe they just know dad will keep talking if we kept, but I get those <laughs> theological questions at night at bedtime. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't, I, I've got nothing left. I can't talk <laughs> about, you know, the depravity of man or what happens to people who die and go to hell. And, you know, it, that sounds really dark, but you know, kids do ask these questions and they questions. just go, what, what about this dad? And, well, off to the races. And I love that because they're exploring and learning about the world around them. Mm-hmm. And I think we sometimes feel like we have to have an answer for everything when it's okay to say, I don't understand this or I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to you. And then that does cause us to stop and think about the question and to go back and come up with an answer. Yeah. And so uh, we don't like that feeling of not knowing, but I think in it, it's not a bad thing. It can bear right. much good fruit. Yeah. And I think that curiosity and humility is what really produces it. It allows you to not come mm-hmm. with a pretext in your mind or an idea and apply it to the text. Um, but I appreciate you sharing that it's it's a story that is about God mm-hmm. primarily and his interactions with his people, not about people in the inverse. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you view it as this is about me, you instinctively think, what do I do how do I this? Yes. How does this solve why? Yes. Whereas there are implications to learning about God 
that will produce applications, but it's a different starting point. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, and it's not that we won't learn things about ourselves mm-hmm. in the pages of Scripture. I think we will. We are much like the Israelites and the people that we read about, If even if we don't want to be like them. <laughs> um, but it's first and foremost about who God is and what we believe about God drives our actions. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if we believe that he's going to provide, then we're not going to hoard something that, you know, because just in case it never comes again, we mm-hmm. trust that God's provide. So how we view God and his character does drive our actions. And that comes from how we read God's word and yes. and how we believe whether or not we have the capacity to understand Mm -hmm. or interact with it. And one of the things that I know we encourage the women to do is if you only have five minutes a day to be in God's word and you read for a few minutes and then you look to say, okay, what does this teach me about God? That can be enough. Mm -hmm. You know, that can be enough to change the outlook you have for the day or what you're thinking about who God is and how that drives your actions. And if you do that every single day, then you, he will start to transform your heart and your mind to mm-hmm. be more like him. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much that could be said about <laughs> that, <laughs> but it, it, the sacrifice that is in that, you know, especially in our culture in our mm-hmm. day and age where we got to hustle to work and we got to hustle the grocery store and we got to you know, hustle to get home and get the kids dinner and all those things. Um, it almost speaks to a, it reminds me of the Sabbath, you know, that this mm-hmm. says to yourself and also to the Lord, I, I'm going to take this time and trust you with this time. Mm-hmm. Even if it's two mites, even if it's, a, you know, whatever, if it's five mm-hmm. minutes and and count on you to produce something in this. And I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think your affections for these change and transform. And, and maybe you start out and it's five minutes a day and then all of a sudden you start falling in love with it or you start asking questions and you start digging deeper and then you find you've been in it a lot longer than you had in those five minutes mm-hmm. or you th- you're thinking about it throughout your day and you check up and do a little bit of reading while you're waiting for a kid pickup line. You know, there's, there's different ways that it just becomes more incorporated into your life. It's mm-hmm. something that is your heart's desire. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's been really informative for me, and maybe mm-hmm. this has for you as well is as I learn about learning, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the I'm fighting really hard to not say the word pedagogy. 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 Thank you. (laughs) I've only read it. I haven't heard it. Um, But (laughs) is is that when I can remember that these are pegs on a board Mm -hmm. that'll give me handholds. Yes. And I may not need these pegs right now. Yes. I mean, you know, they may be 10 feet away to my left and I go, well, I got a peg over there. Great. But someday you will need that peg. Mm -hmm. And so you can learn a little bit at a time and have confidence to know someday this is profitable. Yes. I don't know how yet, always, but someday it will be. It will. It will. And there's a lot of educational, um, education that's designed around, like even classical education and you know, classical conversations is what mm-hmm. your kids do. And the whole point of this younger kids is just absorb, absorb, absorb all this knowledge. Yeah. And so, you know, as we absorb, absorb, absorb more of what God's word is, then as we get older, just like those kids in classical conversations, they'll start putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. Oh, this connects to this and this connects to this. And it just, it just comes alive. Yeah. And so we might be in the stage where we're just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing all that's going on. We don't know how it all connects yet. And then the more we do that, all of a sudden we start seeing those connections and we start seeing the bigger pictures and, and it's really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get to see the fruit. Of that, those seeds you planted. Those seeds you planted long ago. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So good. Well, I think 
starting from a place of simplicity with God's word is the best place mm-hmm. you can start. And we get to do it together. And mm-hmm. so sometimes um, I, I'm going to invite all the ladies. We're going to start Philippians uh, coming up here. And as we're going to go through Easter. And mm-hmm. the goal is to be in God's word for ourselves, but we are doing all at the same time so we can also learn from each other. Mm-hmm. So as you're doing your five minutes, 10 minutes a day, and you bring have those questions, you can bring them and ask somebody who's wise at your table. And you can learn that way too. And so I would love to have our women join us. Um, we're going to have our 9.30 a.m. on Thursdays and our 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays. Um, we're going to go f- go through Philippians and practice different stu- tools of how we engage with God's Word. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. What Thursday are you starting? What's the date? We are starting February 9th. Okay. And it will run seven weeks and right before spring break. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. People are uh, going to be blessed by this. I know your guys' Bible studies, the Lord has been faithful and produced a lot of good out of that. That he has. It's mm-hmm. fun to see those seeds that have been planted for you. For years ago and more recently, bear, bear fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Well, Jamie, thank you so much. This is always an encouragement to talk with you about what you guys are working on yeah. and see how God is working in the women of this body of Christ. Well, thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. All right, listener, uh, go out there, read your Bible. And if mm-hmm. you are a lady, then you should join the Bible study. It's yes. going to be a wonderful time. Thursday, starting the ninth. ninth And they have a morning and an evening one. So check that out on Sunday mornings. You can talk to one of the ladies at the connections table to get signed up and, um, or learn more about it there. So we will get you guys on the next episode. Bye. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week. So please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.